We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the NBA Front Office Show. Happy Leap Day, February 29th. Not, not every day that we get or every year that we get to do this. It's a rarity. So welcome in if you are one of those people that has a leap day, leap year birthday. <laughs> happy, happy birthday. You only get to hear this every four years. So uh, congrats to you. But we've got uh, plenty of NBA basketball to to talk about today. Keith, let, let's dive in. We both have had kind of long, kind of long days today. So we're going to jump through a lot of our topics here. Yeah, absolutely. I will say real quick, my cousin Lori has uh, is a leap baby. Um, so yeah, so she's, uh, yeah, like 10 this year, I guess, or something like that, <laughs> you know, however that, that math works out, but yeah, she's, uh, yeah, she's a leap baby. I always wonder, do people who are born on February 29th, do they feel like unfortunate that they got that, that date, or is it more like it's something special? Very few people get that. I mean, how do you, how do you approach that? Yeah, I actually, besides my cousin, I went to school and grew up with two kids that were born on, on leap day in the same year. And they, um, their families, what they did was they had like a normal birthday every year on the 28th mm -hmm. of February. But then on the, uh, 29th, every four years, they'd do like a big blowout. Like, like they could do like the big birthday party and, right. you know, go somewhere like, you know, when we were kids, I was like the roller skating or something big like, like that for, for a birthday party instead of just having a bunch of kids running around the house. So oh, yeah, that's a good way to I do it. It's, yeah. Yeah. That's probably the approach I would take. I like that. I like that. All right, let's get into it. Uh, the Knicks, their protest was officially denied. I mean, they were right. Uh, that, that call was, was definitely a blown call, but right. uh, in their loss to the Rockets, but their protest officially denied because uh, you and I talked about this. It wasn't like a misapplication of the rules. It wasn't like somebody was removed from a game when they had five fouls instead of six or, or something like that. It was a missed call. And that, and that does happen sometimes that's, that's a different category. So I'm not surprised that their protest was denied. I'm also not surprised that they tried it because why not try protesting it? Yeah, there's not not going to harm anything in going for it other than you might end up having to play three games in a row or something like sure. that. If, if they said, all right, fine, we're going to make it up or not make it up, a replay from the moment of, of the infraction. So, yeah, I in the NBA pretty much said in their, their release where they said we're denying the protest was the call was it was a judgment call that was wrong and we're 
basically we're not going to uh, do anything on judgment calls that are wrong. Like that happens. It's part of the sport and it is what it is. So not nothing really unexpected here. And you know, I, I, I assume at the end of the day, it, it may not really mean anything. We'll see if the Knicks miss out on a, a you know, home court advantage or miss out on a playoff spot by a game or something like that. Then it'll matter. But otherwise just move, move on. Yeah. Yeah. If that happens, Knicks fans are, are not going to be thrilled and they'll be pointing to this game, but it's something that that does happen. It happens, and not just in the NBA. In professional sports, yeah. calls get calls get missed. It's the way it goes. Um, the Hawks have waived Patty Mills. Uh, I mean, this is a name that a lot of people know. Veteran player is he? Do we think he's done in the NBA? I know they went and signed somebody with that with that spot. Is this it for Patty Mills? Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he catches on with someone for for the end of the year. There's there's an extraordinary amount of open roster spots around the league right now. I believe there are something like 25-ish, and that's including guys that are on 10-day contracts right now. So mm-hmm. I know we're north of 20, which that's a ton. Like at this point in the year, that, that is a lot of open roster spots. And most of those will get filled before the end of the year. Most teams, whether they're – Teams looking for, hey, we just need another body as break glass in case of emergency for the playoffs. Or it's teams that are like the the Pokashevsky signing in Charlotte where, hey, maybe something comes of this. Let's grab this guy and take a look. It's now come out. Uh, Mike Scotto of Hoop Type is where I saw it. It's a two-year deal for Poku in Charlotte where he got a, uh, a second non-guaranteed year. So kind of a fall from grace for a guy who a yeah. lot of people were super excited about early on in his career. But Maybe Charlotte will get something out of this and he'll figure it out and get it together. But on the Patty Mills front, yeah, I'm sure some team that is, you know, we could use as one more veteran guard at the end of our bench. They'll, they'll probably grab him. He's been okay when he's played this year. He hasn't, hasn't played very much. I think he's only played, you know, 19 games in like 200 minutes or something like that for the Hawks. And then the, what they did to fill the open roster spot, they converted two-way player Trent Forrest. Just an interesting note on Trent Forrest. He actually was the first guy I can remember that fully maxed out his games uh, on his two-way contract. Oh. Fully, He had hit the 50-game mark. Uh, actually, I think it was just ahead of the All-Star break. Um, he hit the 50-game 50, 50 limit. The Hawks kept him, and it was a sign of like, what are we doing here? And if you look at their uh, box scores, he was inactive, and then – they always list a reason for inactive and it was inactive, ineligible to play uh, in mm. each NBA game for the last like week or so here since we've been back from the all-star break. So now they converted him over. He'll be on the active roster for the rest of the way. Another, I know it sounds weird to say this cause they just waved a guard, but another guard uh, to have in the, the, the uh, rotation potential while Trey Young is out. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's the key, right? Trey Young, he's going to be out for, I believe it's now at least three weeks from now. And yeah. Um, you know, it's Dejounte Murray time there, but they do need other guards in their in their rotation. So, did you see Trey Young's uh, post about his surgery? No, it's like one of those typical like you know everything went great surgery, Mm -hmm. but it's like before and after pictures. And he said, "This is my first surgery and hopefully my last." Like, kind of crazy that he's made it this deep and never had to have any kind of surgery. Yeah, uh, in his life. So good for him, right? Yeah, that's that's really news. Definitely. And yeah, hopefully surgery, it is as well. Surgery's not fun. He's okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. Not for anybody ever. No, no, not, not, not ideal. And uh, I always tell you, like I, I, I broke my hand years and years ago. I uh, broke a bone in my hand and, uh, and had to have surgery to get it, get it all put back together. 
it wasn't so much the the pain from the surgery it was the 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 rehab getting the muscles and everything back working that's the part that that is uh, the real killer that oh man yeah. that was not fun um don't if it's one of those too. where you have to break through scar tissue and yeah. stuff to get going yeah those, mm. those, are, those are never fun still ones. remember that yeah not fun not fun okay uh the hornets Hire Jeff Peterson. So they've hired a new president of basketball operations that he will replace Mitch Kupchak and becomes whatever the role, whatever you want to call the role, GM, president of basketball operations, whatever across the NBA. In this role, he becomes the youngest in the NBA at just 35 years old. Uh, thoughts on on this hire uh, coming out of the Brooklyn Nets. He's a guy who's trained under, under Sean Marks for a number of years now. Yeah, I think it is interesting they went with a first time uh, GM. And I think that's a sign of, Hey, we're trying to really reset the organization. We've got new sure. owners, new GM, presumably I, they, unfortunately for Steve Clifford, who I think has done the best he could with a weird situation where, you know, it wasn't even their first choice for the job. And then just kind of came in. I think he's done the best he could do in that spot. Um, this is a, a good, interesting hire for the Hornets there. You'll grow everything together and kind of put it, put it all together in this way. So, so I think it'll be really um, fun to watch how this develops. I'm curious to see, uh, I think it was Ian Begley. Uh, Woj had the initial report. Then Ian Begley came in after that and said, keep an eye on maybe Wes Wilcox, who's uh, with the Kings right now. He's another mm -hmm. uh, guy who's been around the NBA for quite some years. Maybe he lands uh, with the Hornets to help, uh, help out Jeff Peterson. I, I don't, I'm guessing Ian's not just randomly throwing that out there for no reason. Uh, so we'll see what that looks like, but yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how he puts together the rest of that front office staff uh, reports where they, the Hornets interviewed 12 different people. Uh, for the job so pretty wide-ranging search and and the good news is we talked about this just the other day now it's done right now you have your guy yeah, now you he's know. gonna set your new front office on whatever course you're going and draft strategy and off-season strategy and all that can come together and what's going to be a pretty crucial off-season for the hornets uh setting a direction for the franchise moving forward yeah, and that means uh, both in terms of what you're going to do in free agency, what you're going to do in terms of spending your, your free agent dollars, but also the draft. I mean, now you can really figure out, okay, what who are we scouting? Who are we zeroing in on? What's our strategy going to be? What are the trade opportunities? All that sort of stuff. Um, so all of this is important. And you and I, again, we talked about this, I think it was yesterday, about why it's better to get this done sooner rather than later. Now you've got time to start to look, look ahead to what's going to be a very busy and very important summer for uh for this hornets team yeah absolutely uh you know interesting want to do a little breaking news here it's not nba but i saw it and it is good yeah. here we go let's uh let's do it i've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story <laughs> i don't know how Horrifying it is, but uh, Caitlin Clark is gonna go pro uh, from from the University of Iowa, which is is really uh, cool. She's uh, likely to be the first overall pick in the WNBA draft. Uh, the Indiana Fever hold the uh, first pick in the draft, so very very likely she'll be joining them uh, for next season, barring some kind of trade or something really unexpected. So she's gonna go pro. We talked about this with Zach Eady of Purdue all these college athletes all got uh, an extra year of, of eligibility um, because of the COVID impact in season. So if they were there during one of the, I think they designated the 2019-20 and the 2020-21 season, those two years mm -hmm. um, as kind of 
two impacted years. And if you were already on campus, so she could have stayed around, uh, which would have been crazy because she could have stayed and made that record essentially unbreakable. Yeah. It would have right. been five years of uh, ridiculous production out of her, but yeah, she's going to go pro. So good, yeah. good for her. Uh, you know, fun. And that opens the door for uh potential. Let's see what it looks like in uh next next uh, year's all-star weekend because uh both uh Stephanie Curry and Sabrina Ionescu talked about maybe we involve Kate and Clark or something like that next year. That'd be she, fun. She's a down shooter as well. So it's gonna be fun. WNBA has a ton of talent. This is for my opinion, maybe I'm wrong and somebody can tell me if I am. This feels like the most talent the WNBA's ever had. Um at one moment, like it, it's just filled with talent and in the league small. It's like I want to say 12 teams uh right now. Maybe there's a couple more than that because I know they've expanded. They've got future expansions coming. Uh, but because it's small, the talent's all condensed. You look at some of these rosters and it's like Holy cow! Like they've they've got you know seven eight players that I know and I know are good players, so it'll be fun. I I, I don't know how much I'll watch this year because we've got Olympics all the way through summer mm-hmm. leagues running later, but I, I tend to tune into a decent chunk of the WNBA in the summertime because it's fun to watch. Yeah, I, I do as well, and it's not something that I watch on a regular basis. Obviously, I'll tune in when it's particularly the Las Vegas Aces. They're they're a lot of fun to watch, uh, but they've got it, it's really. Like, you can look at it, you get a lot of people who are naysayers and say, oh, you know, it's below the rim basketball and all, all this kind of stuff, right? And if you're looking at it from a negative perspective, if you're coming in, you're expecting 360 dunks and stuff like that, well, you're not going to see that stuff. Sure. But from watching it just a pure basketball perspective, they run a lot of really good stuff and some really, really in- innovative sets and, and things like that, where I'm watching, as I'm watching, I'm going, whoa, okay, they, they pulled that off? Wow, you know, it's there's some impressive stuff that they do. So, it, yeah, midsummer, I'll definitely flip on, on a game every now and then and uh, and watch. And uh, I just went ahead and made the banner, Caitlin Clark to the Indiana Fever. They're not <laughs> they're not going to trade that pick any more than the Spurs were trading the number one pick when Wemby yeah. was there or, any, or, yeah. or the Cavs were trading the pick when LeBron was there back in the day or anything. You know, it's not yeah. it's not happening. They, yeah. She's going to the Fever. Well, and it's kind of cool, right? Midwest uh, college player stays in the Midwest with mm-hmm. with the Midwest team, so that'll be be big uh, for them. And all I'll say to anybody who says about the WNBA, it's all below the rim. Yeah, so is ninety nine percent of high school basketball uh, played around the country, and a lot of people still watch that too. So mm-hmm. I, I don't know what any of the complaining is about there. So yeah, it's uh, fun. So hey, let's stick with one thing in Indiana. Have you yeah. seen the kid from Indiana State, Robbie Avila? Uh, I think so. I, I was He's just like, watching some, some highlights. Yeah. So, if you're, t- if you're t- talking about what I think you're talking about here. Cream Abdul Jabbar. Cream. Yes. C R E A M. Yes. Cause he, cause he's a, he's like a white kid, so, which yeah. is really funny. Um, just a really funny nickname, but he can play, man. He's, he's got a little bit of Nicola in his game. So yeah. And, he, and I, Hey, as a former, uh, uh, goggles and rec specs where, uh, I shout out to, to my man with the, with the goggles. I love it. Um, all about it. So yeah, we'll see that they, they, they could be just getting serious for a moment. They could be a dangerous team. Uh, March mm-hmm. Madness, if they make the tournament, there's somebody a lot of people are kind of talking about as being a potential team to make a run. That'd be fun to watch. Fun to watch. All right, let's uh, let's pause for a moment. Give a quick shout out to our sponsor. BetUS, America's favorite sportsbook and casino. Live betting and racebook. We're celebrating 30 years with a historic offer. A 125% sign-up bonus on your first three deposits. Plus 10% gambler's insurance. Get started today. BetUS, where the game begins. 
All right, guys, you can check out BetUS. You can see the site on your screen. Super, super easy to do. The link is in the description down below. Once again, on your first three deposits up to $2,500, you get that deposit match. Go check them out, BetUS, and then that 10% gambler's insurance as well. As you can see, the site, they've got pretty much everything you could want on there. Baseball, hockey, golf, soccer, tennis, whatever you want. You want to go NBA, can pick some of the games that we have on the, on the slate tonight. Take a look, and you can find pretty much anything that you could want over there. So again, check that link down below. Give it a click. Bet US. Then use that code JOIN125 and get that 125% deposit match on your first three deposits up to $2,500. Once again, that code is JOIN125. Use that link in the description below. All right, Keith, we've got another a pretty big story, I think. Team USA. Starting to come into focus. You were just talking about the Olympics this summer, how excited we are for that. I feel extremely fortunate because I accidentally had no idea that this was the case. Booked my vacation post-summer league to end the day before the Olympics begins. Nice. So well I was I I I was uh initially I had a moment of panic and I went, Oh no. And then the sigh of relief when I realized, yes, I did. I accidentally <laughs> booked appropriately. So, um, so the Olympics coming up, and now we're starting to see the actual Team USA roster, even though it's not official, but we're starting to get a pretty good sense of who's going to be involved. And let's say this too in Paris, so not too crazy of a time difference this year, hopefully. Mm -hmm. Like, we're not going to have to be up at four in the morning like we were for some of the World Cup games and those kind of things. We'll probably be more like seven o'clock in the morning or so. And I'm going to guess Team USA will get some fairly favorable time slots uh, where we'll be able to see them in a decent hour here. Mm -hmm. And I love the Olympics just in general. Like, it, 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 there's no other time of year where I'm watching, like, kayaking and rowing and <laughs> right. stuff like that. But on the Olympics, yeah, man, I'm all in. And, and two, two, two days into coverage, like, I'm an expert on all these sports. I'm, you know, yelling at the TV and saying what they should be doing. So, it's, uh, yeah, and I really don't know anything I'm talking about. Uh, I hardly know what I'm talking about about basketball. Never mind. Uh, you know, <laughs> things like shot put and that. So. I, I do the same thing. I'm, I'm watching it, and I, and I get all into it. And I'm thinking, you know, oh, that's isn't that a foul that's against yeah. the rules or i have no yeah. idea what the rules are but yeah. uh oh, but that it's was fun a, nonetheless that was a wall on the balance beam now that's gonna be a half a point deduction. yeah like, i don't know what i'm talking about i just like yell and, and I, i've said it before on the show i'll say it again i am a hundred percent an ugly american when it comes to anything team usa is in i'm rooting for us to win and not only to win but to dominate and with that in mind team usa if all the guys, so there was a pretty big piece by Sham Sharania and Joe Varden over at, at The Athletic, and uh, the two kind of main focuses that came out of it were Drew Holiday and Devin Booker seem to be mm -hmm. two guys that are kind of the early commits to, to being on Team USA. But then they went through a whole bunch of other names, and when I went through and added them all up, that's, if all these guys play, that's 11 of 12 spots already mm -hmm like targeted and listed and there it is. Here's the know, list here. That's from the real GM post. So mm -hmm. here's your list. I mean, sign me up. Let's go like that. That yeah. team's everything you could need. Uh, I, I, was, right I was looking down this list and, and I'm just, as I, I start looking at it, I just went, Oh my God, this is <laughs> yeah. like, this is every, I mean, it's so here's the, here's the list for podcast listeners. Bam out bio, Devin Booker, Stephen Curry, Anthony Davis, Kevin Durant, Anthony Edwards, Joel Embiid, Tyrese Halliburton, Drew Holiday, LeBron James, Jason Tatum. 
Like, and, and there's one more coming, and it's it's still possible. Some of these guys could drop out. There could be injuries. Yeah. There could be whatever. But the initial glance at that, it's oh, that's like these. This is the best of the best that are that are going that are signing up for this. These are are your best guys. Is there like who are you hoping for for that that twelfth spot? Who should get that? Yeah, part of me would like it to be Kawhi Leonard because I think. Yeah add one more like lockdown defender and just yes. tell Kawhi, like hey, that. we only need you to just go out there and play defense for 10 minutes every game. That's all we need. Five minutes each half. Just go shut shut down whoever it is on the other side. Uh, with that, they, it's still a little light on size. It's kind of bam, AD and, and Embiid. So maybe one more big could get in the mix. But the problem is a lot of the bigs, they're not, they're not American born. So that they're, they're right. not eligible to play um, here. Well, and, and, and it depends too. Are you looking, is Kevin Durant a four is LeBron yeah. a four like that? Yeah. That helps. Yeah. I, I think that's sure. is yes on those. Yeah. Yeah. I, and they're not going to put him on the team, but that's like, that's like where like Draymond could have been somebody, but at this sure. point he's not going to play in the Olympics. So yeah, we'll, we'll see. I, and I also have kind of no problem if they say, Hey, let's leave that last spot. Let's see kind of what the playoffs tell us, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe somebody really emerges through these playoffs. That is somebody we, we should go get and grab and uh, that. So you guys can let us know in the comments who you think should get that last spot. Uh, just keep in mind, don't say things like Jokic or SGA or any of those guys. They are have not, to be American. Not players. eligible. They have to be eligible to play uh, for the United States. So, uh, you know, that, that could be, be be a lot of fun to, to see where it goes. I, I saw some people saying uh, in comments, I think it might even been on the athletic article, like they should just preemptively give the spot to Cooper Flag. Um, and I was like, that's going a little far. He's coming right. out of high school. Like we, we don't really need to do that. Uh, I saw some people say, just throw Zion on there just for the highlight package of it all like that that could be something so so we'll see but yeah it's it's i mean let's go this is you know i i wish it was more than every four years that the guys were like i'd like let's let's load up and go and for some of these guys this is very clearly the last one yes so I think for a lot LeBron, of these guys kd uh curry maybe even ad yep. at this point like that may be it uh for them probably drew holiday right he's getting up there in age two so i think for some of these guys it's you know for curry he's never done it so this is our our maybe first and only chance mm -hmm. to see him do it so let's hope these 11 guys all get through the rest of the way healthy and are able to go uh, play in the summer's olympics because that'll be a lot of fun you know, there's something too, maybe a, a Zion, like Jalen Brunson was pretty good for for yeah. Team USA this last year, but I don't know that they need another guard. If you've got uh you got Drew Holiday, you've got Halliburton, you've got uh Steph Curry. You I guess you, you could Booker. argue Brunson. Yeah. yeah, you've got Booker can handle the ball <clears> as well. Of course, LeBron can handle the ball, but um I agree with you. I think I think another wing would be I mean, I'm of the mindset in today's game, you can never have too many wings, especially switchable wings. So I think Kawhi yeah. does make some sense in that regard. Maybe even Paul George is another guy that you could you could look to. Um, but uh, another wing I think could be a good thing to add on this team. And I would I think while Zion can be breathtaking, can be incredibly imp impressive. I think just based on the makeup of this team, if I was trying to make sure how do we make this as as foolproof as possible, I'd be adding another wing player to the squad yeah, too. Same. Yeah. I'd even consider if if like if we're gonna do a specialist, you could even go to a guy like Herb Jones if yeah. you wanted to and say, Give me a defender. Like I'd be fine with that. Sure. 
Yeah, yeah. Just give me a, a defense guy. Just give me a guy to go try to cool off somebody yep. that goes on a heater from an, from another team. Yeah, for sure. And it's almost got to be somebody, too, who is, hey, you have this specific skill set, and you're probably not going to play a lot because, I mean, just mm-hmm. look at that. You know, list is is loaded, right? And that that always is the interesting thing when you have a true dream team, right? It's it's a true team of stars. Who are the guys who really emerge as like these are the guys that we're gonna play? We talked about it before with Kobe that one year. Kobe took a backseat the entire Olympics, was like, I'm just gonna facilitate, I'm just gonna kind of do my thing. I'm the kind of the old head here. And then in that yeah, championship game against Spain, he was like, all right, I got you. Let's go. Like, get on my back. And and I got you. So it's always fun to watch how those uh, types mm-hmm. of roles develop. Even going back to the original Dream Team, uh, people forget Michael Jordan didn't leave the team in scoring that year. Charles nope. Barkley did. Yeah, Barkley was the Jordan, guy. And Michael Jordan was very clear. I'm not the team leader either. Team leaders are Larry and Magic. Like, right. this is their team. I'm just here to be the guy. But then when they needed it, it was like, all right, MJ, you know, do, do your thing. Go be MJ. Now they needed it like five minutes into the first half of each game, because then, then every game was completely over. And one of my most favorite things from that dream team run, other than there was a super cool play. I think it was because people forget they had to qualify. Remember they had to go through the tournament of Americas to even qualify and they had to go win it. And it was like, uh, well, they're going to win it. There was a play where it's like, I think Patrick Ewing got the rebound. He outlitted it to, to Jordan, who threw it to Barkley, who threw it to Magic, who threw it behind the back pass to Bird for a three. And it was like my my I think it was 14. My like 14-year-old brain was broken. Like I was like, what just happened? Like, like the, the ball just the, touched more basketball yeah, talent than we've I, ever seen in all human yeah, history in one possession. Was, absolutely incredible and i just remember going absolutely you know nuts because that tournament was played in portland so those games i remember they were on tnt super late at night on the east coast and i remember like screaming and yelling in the living room because of course it's summer so i'm on i'm already on summer vacation my parents were like all right calm down like we have to work (laughs) like why are you yelling at the tv so loud but it's it's just something with with those teams where it is you know it's it's it just becomes like a almost a you you are you truly are the best of the best if you step forward and shine you know in this uh you know moment and it's even more so now because these games are not you team usa even this team's not going to just show up and just hammer teams by 40 that maybe that's how it ends up playing out but they're gonna have to play like like the, the rest of the world's gotten too good so it should be a lot of fun to watch all this come together yeah, it's always fascinating to me who like emerges. Like last year, uh, in during the uh, the World Cup, you had uh, it, like Anthony Edwards became the guy. Like it's yeah, always interesting yeah. when you have that many great players together. Who do they defer to, right? And that that kind of tells you, like, among the greats, who's yeah. when they're looking around, who who are they like? Uh, we're kind of in trouble. Here you take it, right? And it wound up being Anthony Edwards. And that was, I think, a sign for me that he was going to have a big step forward this year for the, the Wolves. But uh, it'll be really interesting to see who steps forward with this Team USA. Because like like Durant, LeBron, even AD, these guys are getting older. So who kind of takes control of this of this team? Is Joel Embiid healthy? What does that look like? Because he's already got some buzz to kind of be like the guy on this team. But we'll see. And uh, I think that's going to be really fascinating. But uh, but I'm excited for this, Keith. And I'm excited that we're going to have some fun basketball during a time of the year when we normally don't. And uh, it'll help us get through that summer drought. 
yeah, that end of July post summer league big month of August is is pr- pretty dry for for basketball content. So yeah, I'm excited to get into it. And if, if you look at that list and can't get excited, forget it, man. Don't yeah. you know, I, you go go watch something else because that that's just you know I'm fired up already and it's you know still seven months or I guess five months away from even seeing it on the floor. Yep. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be a lot of fun. All right, everybody, make sure that you do subscribe to the NBA Front Office Show here on YouTube. Follow us over on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever you listen to podcasts as well. Go check out the Basketball Bulletin, which is our sub stack. I'll put the link to that in the description down below. Also, we've got new written content content coming out there every single week. So you guys can kind of get in our basketball minds there. But thank you, everybody, for joining us. Until next time, we'll see you, and stay safe. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system.